Welcome to the Songwriter Connection Podcast, where we look at the craft of songwriting through the eyes of a songwriter. Each week, we make a connection with a music maker, listen to their songs, and hear their stories. From Nashville, Tennessee, here's your host, Dave Lenahan. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to our, our podcast. It's good to have you along. And if you listen to this podcast a lot, you know one thing that, you know, we're not big fans of putting people into a genre, into a box, saying you're this, you're that. But we've tried to be very diverse. We've had on this podcast folks that are hip-hop, pop artists, the guy who produced a couple of number one songs uh, in the pop field. We've had Americana, folk, blues, um, gospel, rock, southern rock. We, But, you know, there's one, there's one genre that we haven't focused on, and we're going to change that all today, and that's my bad. I'm going to apologize right up front for that. Let me tell you, there was a time when the Billboard country charts was called country and western. Did you know that? Every now and then, you'll hear people go, why well, it's country western music. <laughs> we play two kinds of music, country and western. Well, you know, and, and back in the day in the Opry, all the Opry stars would wear the cowboy hats, and the management used to make them dress like cowboys, you know, because they were taking it. Western was big. Um, but as country music got more popular and, and it appealed more to a suburban and urban kind of a crowd, uh, less and less Western type music was being played on the radio. And it's sad. We've gone, kind of gone away from it. What's happened? You see less uh, hat acts in country music. Well, if it's a hat, it's a, it's a, it's a baseball cap, right? Um, but I'll tell you what, it has not gone away. It's still very strong. And that is what we're going to talk about today with our guest, introducing you to one of the best, uh, multi-award winning. What a dynamic voice and performer she is. It's Mary Kay Holt. Hi, Mary Kay. How are you? Hello. Thank good. you for having me. It's so good to see you. I've got these big balls over top of the microphone so they don't bleed. And I'm kind of like uh, trying to see around you. <laughs> there you are. I can see it now. <laughs> there I am. Yeah. We'll just move you to the side a little bit. Yeah. I was hiding back here. <laughs> you, not too long ago, you and your, your husband, Gary, who, yes. who, who is not here today. Um, Gary, and, and you, you're on this Equestrian Legacy uh, radio network yes with, with some great podcasts there thank you and not too long ago you had me as a guest and i appreciated that oh we loved it yeah yeah, yeah. you guys are amazing what you do oh thank you and we found out that we're neighbors <laughs> we are like three minutes away right yes oh that's crazy that's nashville <laughs> how long have you been here Mary this is our second year second year yes and you came here from a little tiny town that i love in in southern Utah called Utah. Escalante. It looks like it should be pronounced Escalante. Ah. But of course, the locals, it's Escalante. Escalante. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we have the same the same thing here. It's uh, There's uh, Lafayette, Tennessee. <laughs> now, in Cincinnati, it's Lafayette. <laughs> yes, I know. No. And of course, we have Demon Bruin Road, which is <laughs> not how you pronounce it. It's Demumbrian. <laughs> <laughs> just different local things, right? I know. That's I how you, that's how uh, secret code for knowing who's from out of town. Exactly. Exactly right. You say demon brewing here. We know. Mm, you're not from around here. Mm, yeah. <laughs> now, I've never been to Utah, but I hear it's just a beautiful state. Oh, stunning. Yeah. Stunningly beautiful. It had to be hard to leave, huh? It was. Uh-huh. It was hard to leave. It was very remote. In fact, it's one of the, the most remote mm-hmm. regions in the, in the lower 
lower 48. Yeah. Yes, it was one of the, it was the last place to be mapped in the United States. I didn't know that. That's interesting. And the last place in the United States to still receive mail by mule train. Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. It's wow. incredibly remote. You want to talk Western music? Mm-hmm. I'll there, bring it. There you go. I'm bringing it. But you grew up in Texas, right? Yes. Yeah. Whereabouts in Texas? Born um, at Bergstrom Air Force Base. Ah. And uh, moved to Clinton, Mississippi in my high school years. And then um, I moved to Utah. And my first marriage, I had 10 children. Did you really? I really did. God and- bless you. <laughs> We're going to pause right now for a moment. <laughs> That's incredible. I know. It is incredible. Wow. I, I, feel really, I feel really blessed. Wow. Um, they're great kids. Um, I bet. The youngest is now 17. So oh. it's, it's pretty amazing watching this. So imagine you got some grandkids out there. Huh? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost 10. Wow. Yeah. That's great. So it keeps you busy. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it really does. I love it, though. Yeah. I'm the biggest fan. That's awesome. Well, good for you. I'm so happy for you. What a happy person in there. You can see why, you know. And what a talent. I'm looking down the list here of awards that you've won. Um, <laughs> things like uh, Outstanding Original Western Composition, uh, the Wrangler Award. Um, top Cowboy Song, Female Performer of the Year, Songwriter of the Year, and it goes on and on. West Western Album, um, <laughs> it's just incredible. <laughs> um, you uh, you've really you've really accomplished a lot. Um, so tell us about your style of music, and and again, uh, <laughs> regardless, we don't talk genres, but uh, I, I saw that you describe. Uh, your, how you describe your music, and I thought it was interesting. Well, yes, I I started my career late, mm-hmm. so I bought my first guitar when I was expecting my tenth baby. So mm-hmm. I was thirty nine years old, and you know, just learned my basic chords from YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And the things you can learn on YouTube. <laughs> um, I started writing music almost right away. The did you? the guitar really opened up. You know, I've always enjoyed singing. I did a lot of singing in high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guitar, it's just I had so much inside of me that wanted to be expressed. And so even though I had a big family, mm-hmm. I, I spent a lot of time writing and saved up money from singing at local places and then recorded my first album and just... You know, it takes a little bit of luck because yeah. I had an amazing sound engineer that helped basically produce my first album that had some Western music on it. Mm-hmm. And it was picked up by people who love cowboy culture. And in the West, we have what's known as gatherings. So it's similar to a, a music festival. Okay. But it's centered around the tradition of... of um, ranch families gathering oh, okay. in the months that are kind of downtime for, for ranching. So we have fall works for the cattle and spring works for the cattle. Mm-hmm. So January, December, January, February are kind of down months where you can get things done. And those were the traditional gathering times for these cowboy poets and, and Western musicians. And people have 
far apart, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you talk about the next ranch over. It could yeah. be how far, yeah. It's really far apart. Yeah. yeah so there's tr- these traditional gathering spots where we get together, and my music was picked up by these. And then I became immersed in the cultures, the, the various cultures of the West, because mm-hmm. not all cowboying is the same. No, no. Not all horsemanship is the same. No. And so um, Western music also incorporates so many different cultures, Dave. You wouldn't yeah. believe it. Yeah. And you Talk a little bit about that. Share that with us. Well, you have the West was settled by people from all over the world. Right. Scandinavians. And that's where you have the yodeling element. Irish, like me. Irish, yeah. yes. So Yodeling, we have, was, that's right. Scandinavian, <laughs> that's right. Okay. Yes, the Irish influence brought in some of the traditional... Um, Old cowboy folk songs like um, Get Along Little Dogies is from an Irish folk song. No, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yes, it is. Wow, okay. And then, of course, the Spanish influence as well. Mm -hmm. My mother is from Mexico, and so I bring that into my music as well. Wow. So it's exciting. It's less about the musical style and more about the lyric content. I got you. And I think the reason Nashville has kind of stepped away from Western music is because they don't know the West. You can only write what you know, and you have to live in those wide open spaces and really take the time. Rap music has what they call street creds. Mm -hmm. Western music has pasture creds. (laughs) I love it. But you know what? That's true. It is true. really something. You just come across as disingenuous when you don't know. You got to live it. You got to live it. Live it to write it. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Why don't you give us an example of some of your music? I'd love to hear something right now. <laughs> Mary Kay Holt is with us. She's got her guitar here around our Duncan Fife dining room table, which is every bit the part of this podcast. Mary Kay, what'd you go sing? Tell us about it. Um, I raised my family in um, a very small house, 10 children, as you can imagine. And uh, we had a very old barn out and back. And it was um, kind of a place that was overflow for my family. Mm. And it was actually overflow for me, too. <laughs> when things are too crazy in the you house, I'd go out to that barn. <laughs> yeah. So this is based on a, a night in December when I was out there. This old barn is a special place to me. This old barn and I have history. When life is more than I can bear Just like a child you will find me there It's a cold and clear December night The stars above the only light Shine on this barn of rough hewn pine Turning something simple into something divine Why did God in His glory Choose to start His own story In a stable with a manger of hay He could have saved all the hassle And crafted a castle For the Christ child on that first Christmas day But I think I understand Why it all began In a barn Mm. 
The snow lay silent on the ground My footsteps are the only sound The world will turn again tonight But for me I'll keep this silent night This old barn where I have worked and played In hard times I have even prayed Who knew that such a humble place Is where God would send His amazing grace Why did God in His glory Choose to start His Son's story In a stable with a manger of hay Could have saved all the hassle And crafted a castle For the Christ child on that first Christmas day But I think I understand Why it all began In a Place that's warm A place that's safe Far away from the human race Yes, I think I understand Why it all began In If you're listening on the day that this publishes, it's uh, November 15th. We're closing in on Christmas. So I'm counting that as our first Christmas song on the Songwriter Connection podcast. You know what? Regardless of genre, I'm all about the song. And Mm -hmm. and I love great songs. And let me tell you, to me, what makes that song great. Everybody says, when a songwriter can make you look at something from a different point, uh, point of view, from a different perspective. And I never thought the manger as a barn but yet it is mm-hmm. and and that is beautiful what a beautiful melody and you paint the picture there uh in the i can like close my eyes and, and see uh <laughs> what you're saying you know so it's very good thank you thank you you've got a gift you <laughs> <laughs> oh man thank you <laughs> beautiful what a great song Aww. yeah so as coming to nashville changed the way you write you know, coming to Nashville is kind of after a lot of big events in my life. Yeah. And in a lot of ways, this is going to sound strange, but in a lot of ways, Nashville is healing me. Is it? It is. Yeah. Um, I came from Mississippi mm-hmm. to Utah. And, you know, as you can imagine, having 10 children, is just the joy of my life, but so yeah. much work. Oh. And, you know, um, there were a lot of things that were not easy. I'll bet. So falling in love with Gary Mm -hmm. and uh, moving to Nashville has been kind of a time for me to just let all of this greenery, all of this good music, Mm -hmm. all of this Southern hospitality just seep into my soul. I've been been a sponge, you know, Uh and I really had no idea how much it would mean to me to be amongst people who respect and love a song as much as I do. Yeah. And that is what makes 
Music City, Music City. Yeah. It's the respect and love for the song. I agree. I agree. And people in a lot of other places don't don't get that. No. Uh, at all. I, I remember uh, living in Cincinnati for 25 years. Moved here a little over 10 years ago now. Um, a lot of us songwriters, we would meet in like a little restaurant, decide what we were going to write, have pancakes in the morning, you know. Uh, we'd call it breakfast in a hook. And people would look at us like, what are those guys doing? <laughs> and, and one day a waitress did ask us. She said, what, what are you guys doing? We're, we're songwriters. You what? What? You do? you do? We are? But see, here in Nashville, that same scene, people would have not, wouldn't, nobody would have said, <laughs> nobody would have thought a second thing about it. No. <laughs> you know? So I hear what you're saying, yeah. And there is a respect for the song here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it was good to see you at 12 Keys a couple of times. Come by, yeah. do a little song right, right here in our, our own neighborhood. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> really, really fortunate to do the songwriter nights there on Wednesday nights. And um, I hope you'll come by and play for us sometime. We've got to get you on there. On I need stage. to do it. Yeah. I need to do it. So you mentioned Gary, and he's not here so we could talk about him. <laughs> yeah. Where'd you, where'd you meet? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, um, I had been a guest of his on his radio on show. On his radio show. Yes. Okay. And so he, he has done a great service for Western music with he has, Equestrian he? Legacy Radio. He has a show called Campfire Cafes. Yeah. And his first musical guest, it's been running for 11 years now. Wow. He, his first musical guest was Michael Martin Murphy. And, oh, wow. And then Gary just has a real feel. Wildfire. Right? I know. Oh, great song. <laughs> it's a great song. Yeah. And a great Western artist. Because yes. he understands. He knows. Yes. So um, Gary just has a great ear for a good song. Mm-hmm. And he's able to put his shows together and find his guests. Um, when we get music every day, I'm sure you do too. Yeah, yeah every day. And mm-hmm. uh, he is able to quickly determine whether or not, you know, these artists would be a good fit for the show. And it's so fun for me to watch him work. But I had, um, I was singing at an event in Georgia. So I flew into Nashville several years ago and I did a house concert in Love Franklin. Those. Yes. Yeah. And he, because he, I'd been a, sh- a guest on his show, he came to the concert and we had a picture done together that night, completely professional, but I do get teased because I was standing rather close to him. Uh-huh. And I have to, in my defense, tell you why. <laughs> okay. I always hide half of my hips behind somebody that I'm taking a picture with. It's just a trick that I've learned because yeah. I am not a size zero. Oh, so, but um, you're so beautiful. Oh, thank you. Gary, I'm sorry I had to say that. <laughs> so, I'll pay you later. <laughs> Dur- uh, in 2020, uh, right when the pandemic was coming out, I found out that I'd be going through a divorce in my first marriage. Mm. And so Gary had called me on the phone and asked me to be on a, one of his shows. Mm-hmm. And um, I was trying to be professional. <laughs> I just broke down crying. And so I'm going through divorce. And he was... He was quiet. He didn't say anything. Um, What he should have said is, what are you doing Friday night? (laughs) But he didn't say. (laughs) No. And uh, anyway, he was just concerned about me. And he said, 50% of all marriages end in divorce. But I I felt like saying to him, I have 10 children. Mm. I was not thinking my marriage would end in divorce. No. So... um, we started talking on the phone a lot. Of course, during the pandemic, it was kind of a scary time those first few months. And I was recording a new album, my latest album, which is called Frontier. Mm-hmm. And Gary 
Holt and I can talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk There's and a talk. Connection we still last yeah. night. I said it was twelve thirty. I said, "Honey, we got to go to sleep. Got to stop talking." <laughs> so um, we just are very best friends. Oh, that's awesome. And it's, I think that's so important, don't you? It is so important. It's just so easy and lovely and um, lovely to fall in love, lovely to be in love. And that's kind of our story. And we have Staying so much in, in common. Is that trick, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's easier when you get along. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Well, you seem so very happy. Now, does, does Gary play music too or no? He has an incredible voice. I'll bet. He's had a great speaking voice. I know. Well, he grew up Church of Christ. They sing a cappella. He led the singing. Wow. Oh, my goodness. His voice is amazing. Wow. But he doesn't play any instruments, and he doesn't call himself a singer. No. No. How about that? Well, Gary, (laughs) we're going to change that. We're going to call you a singer today. (laughs) No, you can't back that up. You're not here. Uh, Yeah, that's true. All right. Let's do another song, and then we're going to take a break. And then I want to talk about this uh, uh, International Western Music Organization that uh, Gary's the president of, and uh, find out more about that. Gary, Mary Kay Holt is our guest, award-winning Western uh, singer-songwriter, and uh, we're, it's just so great to have you here. Yeah. I was just testing you to see if that was... <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I'm going to tell you a little bit about this song before I head into it here. So I was a mother of 10 children living in a tiny town, and all of a sudden I was on the road quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, tongues started wagging. (laughs) (laughs) So I was sick with the flu one day and uh, had the guitar actually on my lap when I wrote this song. I was laying down, yeah. And it's cheeky. It's a cheeky little song about life on the road. Did you come looking for the girl next door? Well, she don't live here anymore. She's got money for her pocket, Bible for her soul, gas in the tank and a wide open road. Why, she don't work from nine to five is your best guess. That's just what happens when girl meets West. Someday she'll wander to your hometown. Tune up her six-string, throw some music down. Songs like bullets that will pierce your pain. Make you feel all back in the saddle again. If you start feeling clammy or shortness of breath, she's put you into cowboy cardiac arrest. Boy meets girl, girl meets guitar. Pretty soon she's swinging on a Dale Evans star. Started singing for the money. She stayed in for the fun. This cowgirl knows how the West is sung. Ship rocket sunrise out on the res. Black Highway 50 with the sky of Nevada red. West Texas evening swapping tunes and passing time. Alberta Plains, north of the medicine line. She'll just head her rig north, take a sharp turn left. That's just what happens when girl meets west. Boy meets girl, girl meets guitar. Pretty soon she's swinging on a day 11 star. Started singing for the money. She stayed in for the fun. 
This cowgirl knows how the West is sung. Genoa, Lebec, Prescott, Encampment, and Elko. She'll go to Lewistown, Alpine, Heber, and Durango. Grab a hot dog and a rock star on her way through Mesquite. Cause every girl knows you are what you eat. Any place folks talk cowboy is her new address. That's just what happens when girl meets West. Boy meets girl, girl meets guitar. Pretty soon she's swinging on a day 11 star. She started singing for the money. She's standing for the money. This cowgirl knows how the West is sung. Yes, her life is crazy, but ah, she knows she's blessed. That's just what happens when girl meets. That's just what happens when girl meets West. Ah. You want to know what Western music's all about? There you go. (laughs) Girl meets West. (laughs) Even got the... um, Texas Playboy thing in there. That's awesome. I love that song. Very cool. And I think we just found the title of this year podcast. It's going to be How the West is Sung. (laughs) You got to love that. You have to love that. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with uh, Mary Kay Holt. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. You're listening to the Songwriter Connection, connecting with music makers and hearing their songs and stories. Now back to the show with your host, Dave Linehan. And if you're listening on YouTube, please hit the like and subscribe button because that helps us a lot, you know. I know we're not a video podcast as of yet, but I feel that we have to be there because, you know, that's the second largest uh, search engine on the, on the, in the world next to Google. So um, anyway, Songwriter Connection. And even if you're listening on Apple or one of the other places that we are, which we're everywhere, uh, go over to YouTube and do that for me. <laughs> we're looking to monetize there eventually. That would be really kind of cool <laughs> to get money. What? Money for what we do. What? what? Amazing. Songwriters in Nashville are used to that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So Mary Kay Holt is our guest. And um, your husband, Gary, who's just a great guy. He's, oh, yes. He's the president of the International Western Music Association. And tell us about that organization and, and what they do and what he does. Well, the, the International Western Music Association, IWMA, is really the organization that found me. <laughs> Did they? Okay. And um, kind of nurtured me. Actually, my first Taylor guitar was through wow. that organization when I won um, Female Vocalist of the Year. Wow, I saw that. And so Man. it's an organization that really welcomes people in. I've seen people be in this organization for several years. Every year I come back. The artists are getting better and better. Hmm. It's an organization that really welcomes new artists. Now, you have to keep in mind, Dave, I mm-hmm. I joined that organization when I was 42. Wow. I think okay. I was, I won, as soon as I joined, the very next year I won that award, which is a big deal. And here you are two years later. Two years later. <laughs> 
two years and <laughs> 10 kids later. No, I'm sorry. Well, I'm fi- I'm 56 now. Okay. So this organization has been there for me and I'm, I'm there for them. And wow. Gary certainly is as well. That's awesome. But I mention all of that because I really feel like there are some artists out there that maybe are listening to this music. It resonates with them. Check out the IWMA because it is a, it is a home for musicians and artists. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and just kind of learn what Western music is. Dip your toe in and, and see if you've got it in you. I, I love the quote that Maynard Dixon, one of my favorite Western artists, said. He said, the spirit of the American West lives in every soul. Ooh. And that is what makes Western music, I think, give it a universal, um, gives it universal appeal, mm-hmm. is that, that feeling of wanting to be free, the wide open spaces of the West. That's the American cowboy is the worldwide symbol of freedom Hmm. and independence. And so, yeah. Yeah. I agree. And you know, I I love to, I love to watch old Westerns and even new Westerns. (laughs) Yes. I love it. You know, I love on the grit TV network. I always got to see what's on grit, right? Oh, there's John (laughs) Wayne. Yeah. I gotta watch it. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So I just absolutely love that. And until I met you and Gary, and I met you through um, a mutual friend, uh, Ren, Ren and Andy Renfrew. Oh, love who, them. I'm so sad they moved because they were just the next street over yeah. and uh, produced my my record, uh, my last record. Um, but I met, and prior to meeting them and you, uh, I didn't know uh, Western music was its own separate genre. So the work that, that, uh, the, the IWMA does is, is just so important. Yes. Um, has Gary been uh, involved from, from the start or tell us where you have, where, where's the headquarters? The headquarters are in Texas. Or Texas. Okay. The yearly convention is in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and it's coming up next month. Isn't that where Ren and, uh-huh. and Ren, Andy yeah, live in? So <laughs> we'll see them there. There you go. And, uh, so it's a conference that really is worthwhile coming to check it out. It's mm-hmm. not an expensive conference to attend but uh-huh. it really will give you a feel for wow for this music and it's not just music either it's a whole lifestyle right you're it's, talking about the whole culture i'm yeah. talking about the whole culture yes what you wear you know <laughs> yeah right down to jewelry right yes yeah and there's <laughs> when you know the culture you know exactly what region of the west a person is from just from yeah. the way they wear <laughs> the way they wear their um hat you know or their kind of buckle they're wearing or the kind of jeans they wear sure the kind of boots i mean you can learn a lot about a person just by wa- looking at them wow from, i'll bet yeah cuz when i whenever which is not very often whenever i wear a cowboy hat they go oh you're from Cleveland, <laughs> Ohio. <laughs> oh my yeah, goodness! I don't look real uh, Western, but <clears throat> God, I, I love that look. I wish I could pull it off. Can't, you know. <laughs> now you also um, you have uh, jewelry and 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 clothing available on your website. Yes, yeah. I. You know, I've always loved. Um, I've always loved fashion. I've always loved beautiful clothes and. Mm-hmm. Being a performer gives me an opportunity to dress up quite a bit, which I love. And you do. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. But I often have women come up to me and ask where I got things. And so now I'm, I find those things and I put, I, I, I have them on a store called Nash West Threads. Nice. And you can find that on my website. Mm-hmm. Which is? So, MaryKHolt.com. H-O-L-T. Mm-hmm. Check it out. There's some really cool stuff on that. And while you say that, I have to tell you, um, <clears throat> one of the things I do miss 
Oh, and I'll go to the Opry because I'm still a big Crandall Opry fan. And um, what, what amazes me is is back in the day, back in the day, a uh, country star would come on and you knew there was no uh, question about that person. They had that star quality and they were dressed to the nines. And sometimes it was Western. Most time it was best Western, you know, with the Manuel and the nudie suits and yes. things. Today... Some of those stars, some of these, uh, and I, you know, God, I, I love them all. This, But if I had one criticism, uh, one really huge star looked like he just got off his couch from watching TV all day. And I'm like, yeah. come on, you're a star. Why aren't you? Come on, this is the Grand Ole Opry. <laughs> you know, am I wrong? <clears throat> I, I was surprised, too, when I came to Nashville. Like, come on, really? The other thing that surprises me and that I don't really like in Nashville is all the sitting on stools <laughs> when you're performing. Well, I'm I really just, guilty of that. I like I to sit on the stool. That it's, yeah. it's not good for singing. It just no, looks not. sloppy. No, I know. I know. So for me, I guess it's more. I feel more intimate, you know, with the crowd when I'm, right. when I'm sitting. But you know, you do have more energy. And every now and then, I will. I'll, I'll stand up and rock it a little bit. But yeah. uh, you're right. It's better for your voice if you're if you're standing up. But uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. In in fact, I had uh, I had a neighbor who would always comment on my Facebook post. Tell those singers to get off the stools. And I go, okay, Dave, I'll, I'll do my best. But, you know, but who am I? You know, so that is a good point. That is a good point. Yeah. So very good. How about another song from you? Oh, I would love that. Yeah. Um, and of course, the story behind it. We're all about that. There's a region of the West that's known as the Great Basin. It's a really big region. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Where's it at? Great, the Great Basin area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it'll be. Um, it extends through um, parts of Nevada and mm-hmm. up into the states above. Okay. And uh, it's where the ancient Lake Bonneville was, and so it created a big basin. With the Bonneville salt flats and everything. Uh huh. That's How all about, part of the the. How about that? The basin area. Okay. And. Uh, Singing would take me out there quite a bit, mm-hmm. and uh, I m- became friends with a wonderful family that has um, their spring works, mm-hmm. uh, their branding. They had people come in from everywhere to come be at this branding because they um, they did the the head they had the roping and they had uh, branding fires, two branding fires. And it's just not common to see branding fires anymore. Most of the branch families use propane tanks to heat uh-huh. up the branding irons. Mm-hmm. So this is a big deal. They have a big lunch in the afternoon. And um, I was honored because they asked me to come and participate. I had a friend of mine, uh, my photographer, Anita Crane. She came with me. We got some great pictures and video. Um, the The place of honor at a branding is to be the header or the healer. And uh, so you you separate, you go the in with... The header or the healer, we have to, <laughs> so we have to explain this. In the morning, in the, morning um, the cows, the cow-calf pairs are brought into um, a, a paddock. Okay. And then a cutting horse and rider go into the paddock to separate the calves from... That's what they're it, mamas. Yeah. Okay. So the, the mamas are unhappy. The calves are unhappy. It's oh. loud. There's lots of balling cattle. Oh. And so as soon as the, the calf is separated, it's put into the main, um, 
I'm losing my words. Area. Yes, thank okay. you. Okay. Corral, the main corral, mm-hmm. where the two teams, two roping teams, a header and a healer. So the header will throw a loop over the calf's head. Mm-hmm. The healer gets the heels, and then the oh. cow is the calf is dragged towards the branding fire. Oh. And then there's a team, a groundwork team that has the the brands. Now another big job in a branding is the person who does the brand. I'm sure because yeah. that's a place of honor as well. <clears throat> and then the usually the women of the group, but it can be men. Um, we have to, if it's a, a, a steer, you have to make it a steer. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and I have, <laughs> I have a great picture of, <laughs> of this really cute girl. Uh, you, she has long braids and she's actually holding a bloody knife between her teeth. Ugh. Um, the vaccinations are done. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the calf is let loose. Now, meanwhile, there's little children running around, yeah. and they've got these steel buckets, and they're the ball buckets. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and where Rocky Mountain roasters come from, right? <laughs> and then over the same branding fire, they have the they roast the. <laughs> uh, they have okay. Rocky. I'm, this yeah. is an educate. I'm learning here. This is interesting. Uh, yes. Me. So there's the ballings. There's the smell of burnt uh. hide and hair. That There's, can't be pleasant. It's actually really fun. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, that's how we get our beef in yeah. America. It so is. if that's yeah. unappealing to you, you should be a veg. You know does what I branding, mean? Does it hurt him, though? Um, I don't think so. No. They, it's real quick. Yeah. It's really quick. Um, horses have a thinner hide, so they're branded in a different way. But mm-hmm. the cows, you know, as we know, have yeah. nice leather. I see. Um, I, I had to ask. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, you do that all day long wow. and pretty soon you're covered in dust. Mm. Um, all the women have dust in their eyelashes. There's grit in your teeth. Oh boy. And, uh, we call lunch and I, at lunch I sang for everybody, which That's was the fun. most help that I was at the branding. Well, now we know where the saying grit in your teeth comes from. <laughs> yeah, too, that's now. where it comes from. So, wow. But another favorite memory, um, just really quickly before I get into this song. No, I love this. I love this. Yes, tell me. Um, one of the cute cowgirls there, she and I are still friends. She makes jewelry. And for Western women, jewelry is a really important... It is for my wife, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's not Western. We, we collect our pieces. And turquoise and silver, engraved oh. silver, are what we collect. And when we get together, we're... We're showing off our pieces and you wear them oh, with everything. Yeah. So she had brought some jewelry that she made. And here are all these women covered in dust. <laughs> um, she threw the jewelry onto a table and we are sifting through them. And I got a few pieces from her that day and I prized those pieces. Okay. Mm. But at that branding, um, everybody took turns roping. Mm-hmm. And uh, from 80 years old down to, you know, all genders. How cool. But one of the best ropers was um he he had a scandinavian name like sven or something sven Sven the roper (laughs) and man he was throwing some fancy loops it was really really impressive wow and i asked that's got to be an art it is an art it's a yeah it's a buckaroo art it's Mm -hmm. kind of that buckaroo style cowboying long ropes and um so i asked about him and he had always dreamed of being a cowboy and he made his way to the Great Basin and married a rancher's daughter. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was, you know, one of the best. Wow. And so this song is really kind of about his story. Awesome. Mm-hmm. 
heard about a land where the cowboys came. Heard a pick. <laughs> heard about a land where the cowboys came. Taped a picture on the wall from a magazine. Got a renegade heart in his chest. Gonna beg, steal, borrow his way out west. In a sea of sage, rolling on and on. Gonna learn the ways of a native son. Gonna turn the heads of all who see him. And he's riding on a horse that they call freedom. Freedom. Horseback men are made by the mile. Throw a leg over with a squint and a smile. No paper money can pay them dues. They're just dragging calves and building loops. In a sea of sage, rolling on and on. Gonna learn the ways of our native son. Gonna turn the heads of all who see him. And he's riding on a horse that they Like dreams, they're the rough and the mild ones. Never know what you got inside them till you settle up and ride it. So whistle down the wind and spur him to a lope. Earn his keep by saddle and rope. Day and over till the job is done. Out here in the land of earth and sun In a sea of sage Rolling on and on Gonna learn the ways of our native sun Gonna turn the heads Of all who see him And he's riding on a horse That they call freedom Great, Mary Kay. Very, very cool. Thank and I, I have to tell you, for someone that picked up the guitar uh, later in life, you play really well. Thank you. I, I know guys that have been playing all their lives that don't play half as good as you. <laughs> Thank you. And, and, you know, I know your guitar is, and I like to get a little technical every now and then. We don't have this, we don't have a camera going or anything, but you're down a full uh, step, step mm-hmm. and then you capoed it up. Um, you put that um, that capo on the, on the second fret, and... There's a really cool trick, and we've talked about it briefly. If you if you don't capo all of the strings, you leave that bottom E string uh, uncapoed. You've got uh, what essence becomes a drop D, right? Uh, or if you're in normal tuning, we say drop E, you know. <laughs> yes, and it gives you that really cool sound. Um, it does, and the way you chug that, you know. And you've got an interesting finger picking style. You know, you use your thumb, but you also kind of claw up too. Yeah, in that uh, Mother Maybell kind of style, yes. don't you? Uh-huh. Yeah. Is that something you picked up or was it taught to you? Um, 
I, <laughs> so when I started playing, of course, it was in isolation. I didn't have very many um, musicians living around me. Yeah. So I started, um, I really, I really went down a rabbit hole with um, musical styles. Mm -hmm. And Mother Maybell was one of the people that really? I studied. Yeah. And I, I just, that. you know, when the way you learn is the way you kind of will forever be the base of how you play. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, I agree. it's yeah. the... A hammering style, kind That's of. Cool. Yeah, Gives you thank a you. Really good sound. Thank yeah. you. Well, yeah. as a female, I found that um, a a pretty female voice. If mm -hmm. you're the only person doing a full concert, um, you can put your audience to sleep pretty quickly, <laughs> unless you have a real um, um, different tempo and style to your songs. I, I agree with that, and in in so many rounds, and we've talked about it, especially with Mark Allen Barnett. Uh, who's been on the show many times, does the Mark Allen Barnett tours. Uh, so many times we go to writer's rounds in this town and people play one ballad after another, after <laughs> another, after another. It's like somebody got any tempo at all, <laughs> you know? And I hate to see that. So like when I play out and I imagine you're pretty much the same because what I've heard from you have been pretty good tempo songs. That you mix it up enough, and, and you've you've done this enough to know yes. uh, when to throw in that, yeah. that touching ballad, you know. Yeah. Yes. And you learn that with experience, don't you? Yeah, you do. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you've got new music coming out in January, is it? Tell us tell us about that. I do. I'm releasing uh, my first single that I did not write. Really? Yes. Well, I congratulate <laughs> you for that. Thank you. As a songwriter, I think that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, there's so many great songs, and... Um, it's actually a song written by Andy Renfrey and Helene Cronin to my very, oh, writer. wow. Uh, Such thoughtful, powerful really writers. Is. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Andy had played the, I think, guess it was a sample track, a demo track for mm -hmm. me with the mm -hmm. lovely singer. I don't remember her name. But I heard the song and I just fell in love with it. And so it is not a Western song. It's called Unbecoming. Mm-hmm. And I have some trepidation in releasing it to my fans, but um, because they're used to a certain thing for me. And I think when I moved to Nashville, uh, my fans were worried that I <laughs> that I turn away from Western music. And I hope you can hear from the songs I'm singing today. I have not turned away from it. It's in my no, heart and my soul. Nope. But as a musician, I really need to stretch my wings. Sure. And so this is you a special to, and you song. You evolve yeah. as an artist. Yeah. And I think that your fans will embrace you and embrace that. I, I bet they will. I think so. I hope so. I'm anxious to hear that when it comes out. You're oh, gonna you're going to love it. I'll, I'll come. I will. I'll send yeah. it to you. And come back and we'll do another one of these. Oh, man. I and would we'll, love that. We'll, do the, we'll, we'll, take, we'll take a listen to them. It's such a long drive, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, three whole minutes. You, we, you do it in segments, you know, make, drive know. a mile and then break, take you a break. Know, get a you cup might of have coffee. to cover my gas. I don't know. <laughs> Is there a Starbucks between here and there? I don't know. Um, but yeah, that, that would be really interesting. Let me ask you too. Now, moving to Nashville, and you, you said it, people were afraid that maybe your style would change a little bit. One of the things that we do a lot here in Nashville is co-write. Yes. Do you do that? Uh, I have been doing co-writing, and mm -hmm. uh, I've had some great co-writes. And uh, I'm working towards enough material for a new album, but... The music industry has changed enough that yes. I don't know if mm -hmm. I will ever release an album like I've done in the past. Mm -hmm. 
I think in the future it will be um, a series of singles released towards a full album. That's that's kind of what they've been right. doing these days. And I've released like three singles and then the whole album. And I had people going, no, 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 you got six six songs on that. Dude, just spread them out. And mm-hmm. uh, um, But the next one I'm going to do it that way. Yes, and a shorter, convinced now. A shorter yeah. album. So instead of yeah. 12, 13 songs, maybe do eight to 10. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's a, that's. I think that seems to be the the way that folks are doing it today. Yeah, and, and some folks are not even pressing CDs anymore. No, people are buying vinyl over CDs. Vinyl CD vinyl sales exceeded CD sales for the first time this last year. Yeah, actually, it's been a couple of years. Now. Oh, really? Like, almost like four, or five years now. It might even be more. And I'm a vinyl junkie, so I love music on vinyl. And and so I'm I'm struggling with. Um, you know, because the cost of printing CDs are it's it's it, it, vinyl's very expensive to yes. press. And I'll give you an idea. I saw an ad the other day, and it was really the best I've seen in a while. Nine ninety nine for I think it was a hundred. Uh, it was it was a hundred uh, uh, records pressed. Now that's 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 not bad today. Um, uh, I, I I like to buy vinyl, uh, and I've I've spent a new vinyl anywhere from twenty to thirty. 40 bucks depending on the artist and stuff um but i i just love the sound of mm-hmm. of at, dropping that needle and it just seems so warm to me and um so that's the thing i like so i'm struggling there and next right. one should i release vinyl only i don't know so have you thought about that i have gary and i were talking about this this morning in fact um he he loves going through my old catalog i've mm-hmm. got I think six or seven full albums worth of really? uh, uh-huh. material yeah. and that were produced with an amazing sound engineer in Utah with mm. incredible musicians there. I, like I said, I really lucked out. Yeah. Um, so I've got some really, I, I mean, I don't want to pat my own back, but I've got some great music in my I catalog. Bet you do. Yeah. And um, so we were talking about maybe putting together a compilation Best of kind of best of yeah, and releasing it to to um, vinyl. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, I think you gel a lot of those. I really. Oh do. yeah, I yeah. Th- I really think so too. I know one that you've definitely <laughs> sold. You haven't even printed one yet. Oh, let me write that down. <laughs> Put me down, <laughs> Dave. <laughs> <laughs> write it down. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, only a hundred dollars, right? It's only a hundred for you, my friend. Special I get the deal family discount. Now, I am so impressed. The neighbor discount. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a pleasure to get to know you so much. And I have to say, because we were talking about uh, Andy Renfrey, you can go back on our podcast. Uh, Ren and Andy were both uh, on our show, and they're really great artists. As Amazing, well. yeah. In fact, uh, Andy wrote. One of my favorite Western songs, that Chris Ledoux song. Oh, yes. Buffalo Grass. Buffalo Grass. Mm. What a great song. And I loved it when she'd sing that, you know, oh, yeah. in rounds and things that we played together. But uh, yeah, it is something else, you know, <laughs> it really is. How, uh, I, I, it, that's why we call this the songwriter connection. You just make so many cool connections, not in this town, but, but all over. Just some interesting connections and i had no idea that randy uh that ren and and uh, randy yeah ren and andy <laughs> together they're randy that's their couple name that <laughs> they live just the next road over i can about hit them with a stone and um with, and they're just the coolest people and then you and gary when we get on the podcast <laughs> your podcast and i find out that you're three miles away it's just something else yeah so yeah keep connected folks yes yes spread your wings Meet pe- people, exactly. connect people. Well, that's I, what's so cool about this podcast. It does connect not yeah. only what we're doing, 
but also the audience. Somebody recently said, Dave, you're a connector. And I thought, wow, I, I kind of like that. High, high praise. I like that. It is high praise. So you're going to have to take us out with one. Okay. Uh, is that all right? I would can love Can we get that. one more from you? Yeah. Yes, you can. Is there anything else we need to talk about with Gary? Since he's not here? <laughs> no, I think we've given him a hard enough time. Okay, good. He's a pretty cool guy. Pretty he handsome is. guy. We're letting you slide, Gary. But next time, next time, I'm telling you. Um, this is a love song. You know, we're not written a lot of love songs, but... Um, I think they're the hardest, don't they you? They are kind of hard. They really are. And uh, this is kind of Gary and I's song. We just love this. Awesome. We're going to dedicate it to Gary then. Yes. Gary Holt, here you go. that dedication. And I, I just really appreciate you having me on your mm. show. I, it's been really fun. I appreciate you. And for the listening audience, you know, come find me on my website. Um, I'm active on social media as well. And mm-hmm. So if you enjoy the music, we're meant to be friends, y'all. Darling, I'm here for.
don't even need to wonder if I'll stay here by your side. This is the horse that we drew between me and God and you. We'll make it through. We will survive Darling, I'm here for the I defy anything combined to unwind us We are one living thing in love that binds us Even death could not divide us now Darling, I'm here I will stay here by your side This is the horse that we drew Between me and God and you We'll make it through We will survive Darling, I'm here for I'm now you're done and you're gone and done it, didn't you? How do you not fall in love with that voice? Thank you, Gary. I'm sorry, but I'm in love with Mary Kay Holt. I'm gonna tell you right now. It's a good thing we live so far away, three whole minutes away. Fantastic! It's a great song. Fantastic song. You're, I've just I'm amazed uh, by your talent, and um, and I want to wish you tremendous success, and uh, keep doing it. And you're you're awesome. I love Thank what you, you do. Yeah, folks, find out more about uh, Mary Kay Holt at the website, which is marykayholt.com, and there the K is spelled K A Y E. That's I think it's good to note that K-A-Y-E. marykayholt.com, and I'm serious, I. If you are touched by this show, I certainly will. We um, we are really meant to be friends. I think that's I think how so. God works. I think that's how God works. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, new friend. Appreciate you very much. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to the Songwriter Connection podcast. Find us on social media at Songwriter Connection. Also, listen to Dave Lanahan's Nashville Connections radio show. It streams live every Friday morning on WOBL and WNOI. Look for us on Facebook and YouTube. See you next time on Songwriter Connection.